Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yo, 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 what's poppin'? You kicking it with the coldest podcast in the world. I'm your co-host, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo. But you already knew that. And you know when I'm pulling up to the porch, I can't pull up without my dog. Yeah, it's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice, a.k.a. D-Money. And this is the porch. Living a dream, I'm on the road, I'm with the team, I got a show, rolling up green, nigga get bold, jump on the stage, crazy I go, shot to the top of what's raising them lows, patiently working, attacking my goals, come to my section, I'm making a toast, this for the game, this for the bros, this for the one that was riding, riding, never plotting, always knew I would make it, I'm locked in, locked in, never stopping, I got money, they act like they like me, foreign women, expensive and pricey, doing things I ain't seen and it's shocking, yeah they love me, they like how I'm rocking Showing love since the day that I got it Yeah, yeah Every day finding ways to make profit Yeah, yeah In the booth for street court making hot shit Yeah, I drop it Play my shit in the club, gotta watch it Why the niggas be looking and plotting They step in the game and they catch it I like your shirt, man I, don't, I, I, I ain't never seen that Was it a black and proud tee? Where man. you get that from? Hey, shout out to Live for the Day clothing line, man You know what I mean? Ran by two successful black individuals, man a lot of merch, you know. I'm currently rocking the proud tee. Mm-hmm. All right, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know, something that you can afford. You know, it ain't gonna hit you over the head. You know, happen to be talking to one of the co-owners uh, of this product line right here. You know, it's, it's just it's, I done washed it a few times. It's still it's still in good condition. You know, you know what I mean? mean? Put I some was, blue jeans on, some some forces or something. White all white, G pesos. Proud, and I'm proud. You know what I mean? The colorway go crazy. You know what I mean? Shout out to Live for the Day. Go to lftclothingbrand.com and get your merch right now. Press pause on the podcast, get the merch, come back. What's man. going on, my brother, man? How you feeling, man? Man, man blessing highly favored, bro. You know. A lot of changes in your life. Hey, every time we come back together, bro, I feel like something new has happened, bro. So it's, it's only right that I feel in the world and kind of let the world know what's going on in our lives, bro. So for, for those who don't know, um, most recently just had a, a second child, um, a baby boy. His name is Brayden. Um, super excited, blessed, man. Um, my wife is doing good. The baby's doing good. Um, and yeah, man, we, uh, we're we excited to have him. My, my uh, oldest son is, is excited as well. And uh, man, if, um, if one was a lot too, man, two changes the game. It it's changes like, the game, bro. Thin, bro. You split thin, man. But it's it's one of those things where you, you you're super excited. Like my my oldest boy, he'll have somebody to grow up with. And, you know, my youngest boy will have somebody to learn from. So it's just it's just yeah. good timing, man. And overall, we just blessed to be in this position to you know have two beautiful black young men and you know teach them the ways, bro, so they can create an impact in the world, man. Yes, sir, man. I know I told you already, man. But I'm so you know happy for you and Kayla, man. Uh, you know, just building just like you said, a beautiful young black powerful family you know you're both doing well good jobs beautiful home kids like you know god really blessing y'all lives man everything happens for a reason so man it's, it's uh kudos to y'all congrats and uh nah it's definitely a blessing i can't wait to meet both your little men you know it's been crazy yeah, the pandemic bro. i ain't even met the oldest yet so yeah i was about <laughs> to say that's just crazy it's really been that long though since we've seen each other like in person person right like, that's how crazy this covid shit is is uh taking toll on everybody and 
most recently the Delta variant where people with the shot are catching it now. So it's like, hopefully we don't revert back to square one, but you know, I see don't know what to do. Bro, it's just, it's, it's crazy, bro. And it's like, school is back in session. You know what I mean? So it's like one of those things where I'm happy that the kids are back. They're, they're able to see their friends kind of be, be in the mix like they used to, as opposed to being behind the desk. I mean, behind the computer at home and stuff like that. So the right. interaction part is cool, but it's like, shit with with being at school and you know kicking it in the lunchroom you know you 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 prone to spread spread some type of shit you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's kind of like a double-edged sword man so hopefully you know we could try to figure out a way to you know get a hold of this shit man so we can continue to live our normal lives man i feel you on that man i'm just gonna pray drink some water drink some no. water wash your hands <laughs> You gotta your- wash your hands. Wash your hands. Keep your hands out your face. Stop scratching your eyes, digging in your nose, and all that. We don't need none of that. Digging in you know? your nose and shit. <laughs> yeah, we don't need none of that, bro. One of the worst, bro. One, one of the things I hate the, the most, bro, is when you just driving and you just look to the right and it's just a motherfucker in there just going at it, all in the nose, bro. Digging for gold. Just digging, just digging. I don't know what he's trying to find, but he going after it though. <laughs> man, that's trifling, man. I ain't gonna lie, you know. That's bro, definitely. Talk to me. I wanted to hit you up because I seen it. I see you posted the soft promo with Wayne in the interview, bro. Kind of let us know what's going down. I mean, you gave us a little bit of snippet over there. Uh, a little Wayne bit. Skateboarding and, you know, YG and Rich the Kid, you know, skateboarding. I mean, that's that's some cold facts. I mean, that's some shit that a lot of us didn't know. So, I mean, you you yeah. Dander got the keys. Like, I mean, can you, can you give us a little bit more details into what's going on with that? No, nah, for sure, man. For sure, man. It's been a lot of work over the last like year or so, man. Um, shout out to the Players Company, my boy Sheldon Day and my, my guy Amir Carlisle. They're, they're the co-founders of the company. And in a nutshell, the Players Company is a platform to help athletes build their wealth in different avenues off the field, whether that's an investment, business, entertainment, um, etc. So from an entertainment standpoint, you know, I've been helping them along the way with building content both di- digital and hopefully for higher, you know, TV production as well. And, uh, you know, we, we met up with some, uh, met some guys like a year and a half ago, black, another black owned business called crossover collective, the media company, shout out to my guys, Walt and Steph. And basically we came together, man, and produced this, this dope show, man, called players day off. And in a nutshell, right. I'm the host and I sit down with a group of mostly athletes and sometimes entertainers. And we just have a real rap conversation about, the business side of their sport or their industry. And then more importantly, what these guys and girls are into on their day off. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes it, the whole conversation may be focused on business, depending on who you are. In the case like this with Wayne, I showed you got a little snippet. You know, Wayne likes to skateboard. He told you a little bit about that. So uh, God bless you. Uh, so with that, um, yeah, man, this, this interview, we've been holding on to it. A lot of people have been wanting to see it. And, and we thought with the timing, Wayne being busy lately, had two concerts in LA, you know, deep Darren Waller, NFL season's about to start. So he's like, you know what? Perfect time to, to kind of make some noise. So yeah, man, we showed y'all a little trailer. If you ain't seen it yet, go to my personal IG at Darnell underscore Smith nine five. And then yeah, full episode will be, uh, full digital version of the episode will be dropping next week on the Players Company um, IG and YouTube channel. So yeah. Super dope, super excited to show everybody that, man. That's awesome, bro. That's cold. I mean, to, hey, like I said, I feel like I said this before, but 
you know, um, not too many people say they really got to sit down with Lil Wayne and really chop it up with him, like on an interpersonal level, like really like chop it up with him. You know what I'm saying? Not just like a high and by, let me get a picture, but you really got to really talk to him. You know what I'm saying? On that level. So that's dope, man. Proud of you, man. Excited to watch it. So make sure y'all tune in. Make sure y'all go to this Instagram. You know what I mean? Check out the, the promo. You know what I mean? When it come out, it's going to drop and the whole world going to know about it. So you don't want to be the last one to find out. Go ahead. Be one of the first ones to find out. Hey, Bolo, we might have to get Wayne on the porch. We might have to bring hey, him to the hey, porch. To pull up. Hey, hey, look, you, you know I'm selective with the porch. You know what I'm saying? But hey, I can pull up to any porch he's trying to pull up to. Don't, uh, hey, don't be nervous now, Bolo. Wayne pull up. Wayne going to pull up with the bamboo. He might come with the yin hey. yin. Don't be nervous now. <laughs> he talking about with the yin yin. I know yeah. the yin yin is. Don't play. We in LA with it legal. <laughs> yeah, facts. We there. <laughs> but nah, man. So what's been going on in the sports world? Obviously, it's NFL preseason, man. You know, uh, me and you, former football players, both big fans of the sport. You still coach the young guys today. Um, a lot of great rookie QBs, man. They, they played recently for the first time. I already know the answer, but I'm going to still kind of ask you anyway. Out of all the rookie QBs so far, who has stood out the most for you? So uh, for those who don't know, um, obviously you have your Trevor Lawrence. Mm -hmm. um, you have Zach Wilson. Lance, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, uh, just to name a few. Those were the guys who were drafted in the first round specifically that – um, just had a lot of notoriety just kind of going into it. And obviously just a lot of hype going into the season. So they all played um, this past weekend. And um, I happened to catch a few games, specifically the Chicago Bears, because I am a native and I am a Ohio State fan, which mm. makes me um, a Justin Fields fan. So, um, I mean, I'm excited, man. I think, um, you know, without without question, you know, I think it was it was Justin Fields. And here's why. Um, I think Justin Fields, pound for pound, kind of showed us different phases of what he could bring to the game. Um, being able to throw outside the pocket, being able to throw in the pocket, and being able to scramble and run. Um, it was so funny because Chicago Chicago fans, man, they um, they they jump on you quick because when he started when he started the game, it, it didn't it didn't it didn't start off the way that we we, we were hoping right, a first right. rounder should start. You know, it was getting shaky in that first quarter. So a lot of people were like, uh-oh, we got another bus in our hands. But he started to settle in and um, started to throw the ball a little bit, get comfortable. Um, you know, it could be like the center quarterback relationship. And there were a couple false starts in the beginning of the game and stuff. So everybody just getting on the same page. And yeah. I think once they got on the same page, I mean, things started to just kind of flow. And, um you know, it, it looked it look good. And obviously, guys, it's preseason. So a lot of right. people that they're that he's playing against, you know, they aren't the starters and things like that. But to just be on that stage and be able to perform like that, I think it, it definitely gave me a, a good feeling of what the Bears um, have in store this season. That's not taken away from, you know, uh, Trey Lance. I seen a couple of dimes he was throwing us out the pocket. Yeah. Um, I seen Trevor Lawrence, you know, doing his thing as well. I mean, everybody looked good, essentially. Um, but for me personally, I'm going I'm to I'm go with Justin Fields. Yeah, man. And like, honestly, I, I actually agree with you. You know, everyone knows me. I'm a, you know, I'm an Indianapolis Colts guy. You know, if you guys know the history, Back in what 06, the Bears and the Colts actually playing the Super Bowl, nice. and, and my guys got the win. So I'm not like a hater of the Bears per se at all. They're, they're not like our rivals, but I'm not necessarily the fan of them either. But I got to keep it real. And Justin Fields, to me, for all the reasons you just said, Bolo, to me, showed the most promise. You know, he kind of showed. 
perseverance. You know what I mean? He struggled early on and mm-hmm. was able to bounce back. He showed that he could use his legs. He could throw inside the pocket, outside the pocket. And I don't know if you heard, like, post-game, he had an interview or something, and uh, there was a quote going around that he basically said that the game was a lot slower than he actually mm-hmm. thought. Now, like you said, again, it is preseason, and starters aren't playing the whole game. It's guys that's in the game that won't, won't even beat make a team. Same. So there's a lot going on with that. But it's still the NFL. These guys are still freak athletes. Still athletes. Exactly. So to see what he did is definitely a great sign. Um, like you mentioned Trey Lance. Everyone was going crazy off that throw. Um, and it, it was impressive, but we already knew that. Like I already knew. Like I know how skillful his arm is. But at the NFL level, every quarterback is skillful. We know that. You in the NFL. It's a matter. It's a matter of just how you can process, how you can really run the offense and, and be that leader. So he showed some signs, but Trey Lance had a lot of a lot of lows too. It was like highs and lows. It was very. It was no middle right there. So, um, this, if I had to pick a guy who came in second, I actually like Zach Wilson. Now he kind of mm. played it safe, but watching him throw the ball, he throws so like effortlessly. Like he just mm-hmm. flicks his wrist and that thing goes 40, 50 yards down the field. Like he's not even trying. So. He's going to have a lot of pressure being in that New York market. But I really believe that if, you know, he just locks in, stays focused, don't let that media get get to his head too much. Right. That he can be a great, you know, quarterback. Like, a, I know I don't like throwing names out there, but like an Aaron Rodgers type. Because Aaron Rodgers is a guy who I look at who just flicks <sighs> his wrist and that ball gets flying. It's like, fine. It's and fine. I just see that it's same similar. Right similar. There, you know? I know, man. I know. But yeah. Zach, look, he, he got. You talk about skill. That man just flick it, flick it in his, and they go. Flying. I like it. I like. I like that you said that just for the simple fact that the, I feel like the New York Jets are so overdue. Like they're so yes. overdue, where they just need something to just move in a positive way for them to just at least win. You know, three or four games. Like let's just start small. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's just get a couple wins under our belts. Uh, shout out to my boy Nate. Um, he over yes, there coaching sir. the line. So, you know, I'm pound for pound, you know, going, going to be a fan of the Jets, um, you know, just because of my dog over there. So I've been playing, paying close attention to them. And, um, you know, they still are saying, like, you know, their offensive power isn't the strongest in the league, but they're starting to put good pieces together to, to get them in the conversation and win, win games. So yeah. um, they're on the right, they're on the right track. So I'll definitely be tuning in to, to the Jets and, and seeing what they could do um, this upcoming season. 100%, man. Shout out to my guy, Nate Ali, man. We got to If you listening in, Nate, call me, man. I ain't had your random call in a minute. You know, I look forward to them random calls once or twice a year. And we had them deep conversations every time you hit me up. So hit your boy up, Nate. Stop playing. Hey, <laughs> and, and on that same note, man, my dog, my dog been busy. Like, obviously, y'all, y'all understand football season, right? Of, you know, you got you know, college, you got high school, you got NFL, you got youth league. So it's so many different football um you know type of you know avenues and right yeah yeah ages groups and stuff and you know with uh age it becomes you know a lot of time consumption as well with that as far as coaching um goes so i just want to say shout out to the to the women out there you know holding down you know their significant others because if if y'all look into the lives like an nfl coach um a college coach and even more importantly i'm in a high school position it's a lot of time going to it, man. Y'all don't know it's seven days a week. It's all day. You know what I mean? The fall is very busy. So, um, you know, the, the wives and the, and the girlfriends and, you know, the bulls, they they hold it down throughout the fall because, you know, they know it's, it's going to be long nights. It's going to be just kind of a whole bunch of film watching. Um, and, and they 
they truly, truly, uh, you know, backed us and, and is able to hold us down throughout that season. So shout out to y'all, man. I wish I had like a buzzer like they have. Um, to be all shout out to the wives and the booze and the, and the side pieces, the girlfriends, mm-hmm. all that, man. You you got me emotional on the porch. I'm about to, as soon as my <laughs> wife walked in, I'm going to give her a hug and a kiss. Middle of the episode, you got me feeling crazy. Bro, you got you, bro. Show that love, bro. Show that yeah. love, bro. So I know, I know. Um, speaking of Justin Fields and the Bears, right? Um, yeah. you know, they was talking about Andy Dalton, you know, kind of embraced him and was like, Hey, welcome to the NFL. Like, I'm excited for you. Go out there and shine, you know, when it's time to go out. And then most recently, we seen um, I seen like a little snippet of Whoa, him yeah. saying, like I don't know. I, I you probably know verbatim, but it was something along the lines of like, "Hey, up. Justin Fields is good, but it's my time" or something like that. I don't yeah. know if you have a specific uh, quote he said, but it was something along the lines of he saying like, "Hey, Justin Fields, like, there's a lot of buzz around your name, but it's still my time." I got it right here. Yeah, he said Justin's going to have a great career, but right now it's my time. <laughs> That's there. Hey, from a, from the competitor in me, Bolo. Even though I disagree. The competitor in me, I damn near I mess with that. I ain't gonna lie. Like you ain't gonna come here to take my spot as a competitor, as a man. Like I got a family to feed just like you. I gotta eat just like you. Now, I do think it's Justin Fields' time, (laughs) but I I respect you saying that though. And I definitely think that Andy Dalton time has ended. You know what I'm saying? Not no disrespect to Andy Dalton, but what he he's put what maybe 10 to 14 years somewhere in that range something yeah. like that um spent most of his career at Cincinnati um didn't have a uh the, the greatest year at the Cowboys obviously it wasn't his fault because they did have a lot of exterior internal a lot of just a whole a bunch of bullshit going on too that that um could have played into you know his unsuccessful um time in Dallas but um coming over to to Chicago you know I do I think Andy Dalton can be successful um I think Andy Dalton would be a quarterback that could possibly have a couple good games in him but would he be a quarterback to get us to the playoffs and through the long haul absolutely not um you know it's like once you get to 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 that status of like an Andy Dalton I kind of put him not skill wise but I put him in the category of like your Tom Brady's I put him in the category of like Mm. your Phillip Rivers just kind of old heads right where their game is modified now where you know, you can't do a lot of the things that you used to do um, as far as like a throwing, throwing or being able to move and agility in the pocket and things like that. So if you're not, um, what's the word? If you're not like a Tom Brady where you're really, you know, throwing the ball, you know, with precision and you're concise and you really understand, you know, that side of the game, then it's, it's not, it's not a lot of room left for you to, to, to be successful in this game. And, you know, he got a decent ball, but you know, yeah, I mean, last time we really seen a decent ball from him was what 2018, probably 2019, <laughs> potentially. So, right. um, I mean, we'll see, but I kind of like it because I think too that'll also light a fire under Justin Fields as well to really right. just remain on his shit though. Like, don't settle, don't settle in, keep working, and you know you're gonna get there. But with the with the head with the head office, man, I think they're gonna give Andy Dalton a couple games, and if he doesn't go three and zero maybe two and one, then they'll probably pull the plug on him. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, yeah, Andy Dalton, he's still a a solid, serviceable, game-managing type of quarterback. And the Bears have – y'all have a lot of good pieces around, like defense and especially, like, everything, like, you know, Allen Robinson received. Like, you got some solid pieces all around to where, like, if Andy Dalton were to start the whole season, I think the Bears could probably maybe sneak into the playoffs, but from there, like, they wouldn't make any noise. 
where Justin Fields, like, yeah, he's a rookie, so he's going to make some mistakes. But, like, the highs are much higher than Andy Dalton's highs. You know what I'm saying? Like, his ceiling is way different. You know, at the end of the day, like, for Andy Dalton, you know, as a coach, you call a play, tell him to play, he'll execute it, boom. Justin Fields, like, you might have a, a, a play, but he's so athletic and so dynamic as a player, he can go out there like a, like a Lamar Jackson, Kyler mm-hmm. Murray, and just do something that you can't even coach. That he, fresh he, energy, he, man. His greatness. That, you that know what I'm spark. saying? That's, that good spark of energy going to change the whole yeah. dynamic. Yeah. And what people don't know, like, you know, we play football. You know what I'm saying? We, we understand the game. So, you know, shout out to our, our boy Keith Winning, uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks at Ball State. Yes, you know, um, when we play defense, you know, if the offense go down, you know, first possession of the game and score, you know what I'm saying? We turned up. That, that, that just gives us even more motivation to go out stop. there and ball you know, knowing that it's 7-0 or, you know, we threw out the game and, you know, they converting, you know, third downs and they scoring and they, you know, now the pressure's on our back. Like, Hey, we got to make sure we keep them on the field. We got to keep doing our thing. You know what I mean? So even though it's an offensive defensive game, you know, that shit is all intertwined. Contagious. Yeah. You know, the defense will feed off that shit. And, you know, next thing you know, you have everybody on the team balling. Yep. For sure. That's a hundred. That's a great point, bro. I didn't even think about that. And you know, man, being a, being a former player, man, like Andy Dawn ain't gonna get too many times to be messing up. Like, like just even the players and teammates vibe. Like, let Andy Dawn throw like two picks in, in early in one of these games. Players gonna be looking at coach like, oh, I don't know, yeah. coach. Like, bro, and you know, you know the, the bro, the, the Chicago fan base is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And and right now, one of the things that's probably the most frustrating for Andy Dawn is he most recently was traded over here. You know, and you know him looking looking fast forward and. You know, to now he probably didn't think they were going to draft somebody in the first round to be the quarterback. You know what I mean? I think he, I think he was promised a start, like to start, like that was part right, of his deal right, even coming right. to and, Chicago. And to see how Chicago has bought in to Justin Fields, you know what I mean, with him just kind of being kind of that that promise of that of future hope like for, that. For Chicago yeah. and the Bears, bro. It, it, I I bet Andy Dalton is kind of losing his mind, and and I bet he probably said that statement out of frustration because, you know, when Justin Fields got in the game, he got a standing ovation, you know what I'm saying? So people are really, truly excited to see Justin Fields in the game and, and contributing early on, like right away. So now let me, let me ask you this as a Bears fan, are you slightly nervous though about putting Justin Fields in too early, knowing that the Chicago fan base is crazy and like, he's a rookie, he's going to make mistakes for sure. It's not even like a conversation. He's going to have bad games for sure. You think the Chicago fan base may just like I don't know come at him like too hard and mess with his confidence? Absolutely, bro. I just think I think one of the good things about Justin Fields is that he comes from a program um, from Ohio State. You know right. what I'm saying? Obviously, I'm not comparing Ohio State to the NFL, but that's one of the closest programs to it. You yeah, know what I mean? Next to like Alabama right. and Florida. So being on that big stage and and seeing their fan base because the O State fan base is crazy. Um, <laughs> And, you know, that and that, that can be something that we could compare, you know, essentially. So I think from that standpoint, I think he's he's gotten to a point where he's able to block out, you know, certain things that that may, um, you know, hinder his game. And I, I think he's truly locked in to, to, to the task at hand. Um, but to answer your question specifically, um, I definitely think it's I'm kind of I'm kind of on both sides of the fence. A part of me is like I want to get him out there early on, you know, kind of get, you know, get that, get the jitters out, you know, get that his experience. NFL feet going and stuff, get that experience. But a part of me too kind of wants me to, to have him really sit down, really understand the game, kind of see it, um, learn from Andy Dalton as well, then to be able to contribute right away um, in a meaning, meaningful way. Because 
for me, honestly, I want to win right now. You know what I mean? So if him making a lot of mistakes, if Justin Fields get in, get, gets in and, and makes a lot of mistakes and, and starts to lose, um, then obviously the Bears are still in a, in a bad situation. You know what I'm saying? So if, right. if Andy Dalton is going to bring that experience and, you know, it'll take a couple games for Justin Fields to really learn and understand, you know, this is what it's like being an NFL quarterback, then I'm all for that. I'm all for us kind of slowly bringing him in and having him understand because I believe they open up against the Los Angeles Rams. Um, Aaron and Donald no is hope. hungry. So <laughs> I don't want his first experience to be, you know, um, that D-line in his face, you yeah. know, all game. And, and, you know, from there, it's just downhill. So um, my honest opinion, I probably would want Andy Dalton to start. Um just so we can just slowly get him going. I want, I want, I want Justin Fields to, I want us to do it the right way. Right. You, know you don't want to, cause it, listen, y'all ain't, correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all never really had like a franchise, true franchise, like quarterback like this potentially. So like, I mean, great defense, great running back. You had your Rex Grossman, he was solid. Jay Cutler, a lot of skill, but he didn't, he didn't bring it all together. Like correct. this is one of them times where y'all, y'all finally, I think got it right. And you don't want to mess it up by just putting them out there too early or just rushing. You got to think about the bigger picture. You know what I'm and, saying? And, I, and it's funny, man. I, I just, you know, all my friends and family and stuff, you know, everybody are Bears, Bears fans. So I just kind of listen and look on social media and just hear the, the people talking in the comments. And everybody wants them to go in, go in right away. Um, do I think he's ready? I think he is potentially ready. But when you look at some of the good quarterbacks, though, some of the good quarterbacks that we think about, they they waited their time. Aaron you know what Rogers. I mean? They, I mean, even. I am Brady. Brady, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so even if it's a couple games, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's fine with me. You know what I'm saying? Let them, let them really get the mental reps in and, and really understand it. And, you know, I don't want him to go in there and, you know, I even already said he had like a, um, I think it was a growing, growing problem or mm. something like that. Just kind of want him to be perfect. I want everything to be perfect when he gets in there. I don't <laughs> want anything to be forced, bro. Right. Because like you said, this is one of our, our moments to really franchise a, a quarterback potentially. And I'm looking down the road here, people, but potentially franchise quarterback. And I can just see if this doesn't work well, you know, shit, I may not be alive before they they, they draft another another mm. quarterback, you know, like Justin Fields again. So that's why I really want us to take our time to do this right. So so we can we can have Justin Justin Fields for a long time, man. And he can eventually, you know, retire, uh, you know, with the bears. And it sounds crazy, but when I look at the Russell Wilson's of the world, you know, people like Aaron Rodgers of the world, people like Tom Brady's of the world, you know, they were essentially with their franchises and their programs for uh, quite a long time. Um, right. And, you know, it's just kind of, let's take baby steps y'all, but we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer in him, man. He, he seems that to, to have that it factor, just the way he even looked, the way his approach. So, Congrats to y'all, man. Shout, shout out to, to Chicago, man. And then last Chicago. thing, before we go to the next topic, though, I, I want to stay on rookie QBs real quick. My boy Sheldon Day. Okay. He's going to go down as the first person in the NFL to sack Trevor Lawrence. I don't know if y'all saw it. Preseason game, my boy Sheldon Day got a sack on Trevor Lawrence's very first play hey. in the game. So I know it's preseason, and it ain't going to count on the, on the stats. But the real ones know, real ones know, if Trevor Lawrence ends up being a Hall of Fame quarterback like everyone's projecting and ends He's up the being- the first one to get his hands on him. First one to get his hands on him, man. Far East Side Dub C legend. Shout out to Sheldon. I playing, Gang. man. Gang. I had, to, I had to say that before we, you know what I mean? Too, bro. It's only That's right. our boy. That's it's our right, boy. Bro. It's only right, bro. 
So, bro, I was thinking here, man. So, uh -oh, obviously, uh -oh. you know, we're in August right now. Everybody's going back to school, and COVID is, you know, obviously it's still here, but we're at a situation now where everybody is back in school full Moving at full group. capacity right now, right? Yeah. So, you know, now people are getting back to being excited, you know, first day of school and things like that. So let's talk about the do's and don'ts, you know, with your first couple of days of school. You know, what 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 should you do on the first couple of days of school? What shouldn't you do on the first couple of days of school? Um, we And we can just talk about high school specifically. We ain't okay. got to talk about college or, or, you know, elementary school, high school, I think, because that was like one of the most most prime moments, you know, in our lives was like high school and, you know, what you get excited, excited. So I got a couple. Um, that I can okay. throw off to you and let you think for a little bit. So I'm one of the first things this. that I always did though, early, early in my career, y'all. All right. So like freshman, sophomore year, I definitely had to fit ready. You know what yes. I mean? The night before, the night before y'all had to fit ready. It was damn near, all I had to do was jump in that bitch. It was, it was iron, you know, the shoes was on the ground, the, the jeans was laid across the bed, the shirt was on top. If I had a hat with it, the hat was going, the watch, Ooh. everything, you know, all accessories was with it. So that yeah. was definitely something that you had to do, you know what I mean? Getting ready for the first day of school. Um, something that y'all should not do, all right? Ooh. Something y'all should not do. Y'all, it's the first day of school, y'all. Please bring school supplies. <laughs> bro, I used to hate it, bro. I'm like, bro, this is the second day of school, bro. Why'd you ask me for a pen? You ain't got no paper, no notebook, bro. And it's the first day of school. You supposed to literally have all your pens, notebooks and shit, probably for at least two months before you start to lose stuff. And, you know, you starting to walking around asking for pens and papers, bro. Right. First day of school, people would just be asking for shit. I'm like, dog, what are we doing? Right, man. That's big facts, man. Man, you, you got me going down memory lane with the clothes on the bed. I do the same thing, bro. Crazy, bro. Jeans laid out, fresh new shoes you ain't wore, new shirt. I'm gonna kill them in the morning. You excited oh, all on. night, boy. Uh no, I love it. So for me, y'all, y'all know how I get down, man. I get y'all know I, when it comes to me and food, our relationship is, is like this, man. We tight. So one of my <laughs> dudes is Bring some lunch money with you, man. Because when you get to high school, man, that lunch changes. Like, I don't know how it was at your high school, Bolo, but Dub C, Warren Central, we used to throw down. I go in there, get cool with the lunch lady, get a big fat buffalo chicken wrap, can of sour cream Pringles with the chocolate chip cookie. I used to go crazy. Boy, I used to be, man, because it was fifth period, too. I had weights. You know, right before that, so I'm tired. I've been grinding into it. Fast. I gotta get so yeah. One dude. Bring some money for that for that the extra stuff for lunch, the cookies, the Pringles, the you know what I mean. Um, one thing not to do is don't get in trouble on the first day. Come on, man. man. Like, these kids be man. We all oh. know that dude that came in. He in the hallway he clowning, it. trying to show out. You know what I mean? Pants down his knees, like ain't no no book bag, book like he's coming here no just book. to cause havoc. <laughs> They ain't coming bro. here to do school. They come here to clown. Bro, the dudes that came with no book bag, no supplies, bro, came to school on straight bullshit, probably came to two classes and was just ready for the bell to ring, went to lunch, went to gym, went to probably their first homeroom, homeroom period, bro, and was on bullshit. Walking around the halls, bro, all damn. They walk past the classroom, door now. I'm trying to look, but I don't want to get in trouble and shit. What's good? That's funny. <laughs> That is actually funny, bro. I was I was just thinking that I was just thinking that in my head, like, bro, something to not do is like leave that leave that past bullshit in the past. Like, you yeah. have people coming in, like, oh yeah, you was on that bullshit with me the end, uh, the end of the year last year. Uh, I'm on that with you this year. Like, bro, it's a new year, it's a fresh start. Let's, I ain't let's even start. mad no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Like, what, what we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, people just be ready to fight, bro. Like, you, you automatically knew on the first couple of days of school, people was talking shit over the internet or something or over the phone. You know, social media wasn't too big. When, MySpace, when we, MySpace. MySpace, but, you know, you made a catch somebody at the park or something, and now you get them in that closed quarters in the school, and you want to get that chunk in. Like, come on, give it some time. Let stuff settle down. You know, right. people just be ready to fight. I'm like, man, here we go. I used to always know that it was going to be at least a few fights the first couple of days of school because people just finally getting a chance to run back into each other. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Like I, I wasn't a guy, I didn't get into a lot of beefs back in the day. So for me, it's like, it's like you said, it's like, damn, we we was beefing last year, like middle school. It's been the whole summer. You still trying to get active. I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm a new man. I'm trying to get to know my teachers and, and get these grades right. And my life, my life go. changed over the course of a summer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm hey, look, it's funny when people come back, bro. Like you see somebody, you know what I mean? Three months ago at the end of the school year and you see them, you know what I mean? August, you be, and you be like, damn, you look, you look different as fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? People be whole, just mental body. They be looking different and shit. You like, damn, I really just seen you three months ago, but you look like a whole different person now. Like I'm, I'm vegan now. It's like when niggas go to jail <laughs> and shit, they come back, they got a, they got a jail degree. They sitting there thinking you know they- what I'm saying? <laughs> like you just, I traveled the world and I did all this over summer. I'm like, Man, blah. You lame, man. man. You got you got a tan, nigga. You ain't. <laughs> <laughs> you got a tan. You ain't doing that special. I will. I will say though, towards like my senior year at school though, I started to just kind of like do my thing. I wouldn't. I really wasn't trying to bust ass like that at the beginning of the school year. You know what I'm saying? I was just on some. You know, really trying to just get in, and get out that bitch for real. Right. You know what I mean? By the time you got a senior, but while it's so funny, only reason why I bring bring this up is because I coach high school high schools now, so. You know, when I catch them, I'm, I'm getting off work and I'm getting over there to practice. I still catch the, the kids in like their, their clothes from school about to change and stuff. So a lot of them be fitted. Like, yeah. I'm like, y'all busting ass right now. Like, y'all going crazy. I'm like, don't shoot all your bullets out. You know what I mean? Because, you know, back in the day, mom Dukes would give you, you know what I mean? Two, three hundred dollars. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then you get you four pair of jeans. You know what I mean? You get a couple pair of shoes and, and some and some shirts, you know? And then some people just kind of boom, boom, boom. They wearing that shit Monday through Friday just wearing all they fits, you know right. what I mean? I'm, I'm spreading my shit out. I'm, I'm gonna make my shit last, you know what I mean? But you got kids now, even in, in high, when I was in high school, they be busting ass for two weeks straight. And then after that, be looking crummy as fuck. I'd be like, yeah. Back to they, the they old not. shit. <laughs> That's facts, man. That's, That's facts. So, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm glad, I'm glad people are back in, back in school. Hopefully we can keep it that way. Um, but yeah, man, high school was a high school was a motherfucker, man. So yeah, man. I just, I just, just like it's just so much like I just so much nostalgic. Like I get that nostalgic feeling every time I, I see the kids getting out of school. They be posted up, you know what I mean? They little honeydews, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Over to practice, like it's just everything is just like it don't matter where you at, any state, any school. Everybody be on the same shit. Like yeah. everybody be on the same shit. Nah, man, that's facts, man. I definitely high school some some of my, some of my best times, man. So nah, I feel you for sure. It's good to see everybody back moving and grooving, moving and grooving. <laughs> and on another note, let's talk about um we're gonna we're gonna jump back into sports, but um I think this this can be a conversation that can overlap into like some some real life shit, right? Okay. Um, Obviously, you guys most recently heard about Dennis. What's it, Dennis Schroeder, right? Yeah, Schroeder, Schroeder. Yeah, oh, Schroeder, yeah. Schroeder, Schroeder. Um. Bro, just dropping the money, bro. Like drop the bag, bro. Like so, so the people don't know, Dnell. Give them, give them more context. I, I feel like you probably got more of a back end understanding of kind of what went on with his contract and the money that he lost and, yeah. and all that. 
So long, yeah. So basically, what happened was, you know, he was the player, point guard for the Lakers last year, and uh, for most of the season, he was balling. Like he was going off. It was looking like he was going to be like a, a max contract type of player. So, but uh, reportedly, the Lakers had offered him like a, a multi-year, eighty-five million dollars some deal. And at the time, you know, like that that sounded like an amazing deal to to us, to the public. But you know, Dennis Schroeder and his agent they they declined it. Um, and I guess the mindset was, hey, I'm I'm hey, I'm gonna get more. I'm balling right now. But as the season went, you know, he dealt with some issues. He got COVID, I think, like twice. Uh, you know, w- in which he had to miss like ten to fourteen days. And when he came back in the playoffs, he just he was not the same. He was not playing well. Therefore, end of the season, Lakers pulled back that offer. They weren't about to give him that. They obviously signed Westbrook and made some other moves. And he's mm-hmm. out here in the market. And when nobody's trying to offer him anywhere even near that money, so he ended up having to, um, I think, with uh, who's he with? He's with the Celtics, Celtics, I believe. He ended up mm-hmm. uh, accepting a like a veteran minimum one year yeah. deal, like making like a couple million. So I was like, damn, you, you just left out like 80 million on the table for like a couple mil. And it's like, talk about when, dropping the bag. One year, 5.9 million. 5.9 versus bro. was it was it four years 84 or something like 84, that 84 something along those lines yeah yeah don't quote me but it's somewhere in that in that range for in sure that range right so i guess have you i guess have you ever been in a situation where you feel like you i mean obviously you know we, we that's a lot of money but in anything <laughs> no right in anything have you ever felt like you dropped the ball that big in any type of situation where you like if i would have did this man like i should have just just did it and, and stuck to my guns and just went went with it Right, man. That's a that's a great question. I'm trying to think, man. I feel like there was a couple times back. So I, I'm gonna tell on myself, but you know, it is what it is. Back in the days when I was younger, I'm not a kid anymore. <laughs> now, back in the days, man, uh, I used I used to slay them fire sticks back in the day. People don't even know about me, but you know, ain't no back. I didn't got me. A, I didn't got me a fire stick. Yeah, I just sold my fire sticks, man, and I was able to get plugged in with with, with the NFL team and some NFL players, and. I feel like there was a couple instances where like they was hungry for them. And I was from a business standpoint, I should have taxed their ass. I could have made some bread because <laughs> they got big money. I should have taxed their ass. And I was still being kind of friendly, trying to be considerate. And, and so that, that's that's the one opportunity to come up at the top of my head on some hood shit that I feel like I could have really gained a lot, a lot of bread. And I just was not trying to, you know, overcharge or whatever. And I, you know probably potentially missed the ball that's my hood example for now that's real bro that's real I, I really don't got too many examples of just capitalizing on, on shit like I'm, I'm a type I'm the type of dude if you know a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush you know what I'm Ooh, saying so say I'm, that one more time say that one more bird, time hey, look, a bird in the hand is always better than two birds in the bush so hey some in my hand is better than you know me going to seek and find something that I ain't got you know what I'm saying so nice. you know if God God put that in front of me hey look Hey, he put that in front of me for a reason. He ain't telling me to go look at look at something different. You know what I'm saying? But but let me say this to you though, like there, to in Dennis Schroeder's defense, right? He was just betting on himself. Facts. He was like, you know what? I, I'm I'm the truth. I'm gonna go. Out, I'm gonna keep balling, and I'm gonna go out here and get a hundred million dollar contract. I mean, you got the mega stars like Steph just signed like a deal for like two hundred thirty two million or something. So it's like I can at least get a hundred. You know what I mean? So like, I mean, what, what See, do you say in response to that? Betting on yourself. Well, it's, it's always great to bet on yourself. Um, but at the same time, you got to be smart about it, though. You got to be smart about it. Like, come on now. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're a good you're a good ball player, you know, um, but you're not you're not at the caliber of a of a of a 
like superstar, like yeah, superstar status. That that uh, people are like people like Steph Curry is literally changing the economy for his area. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Dennis is not changing the economy for LA. Like he he really won't sell any more tickets than what people really think. Versus LeBron or Steph or Giannis, like Westbrook you know, even, yeah, Westbrook even. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's definitely a great great talent. But sometimes it's it's important to understand what you're not to understand who you are. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you said uh, you clowning today, oh, Bolo. Bro. Say that one more time, bro. bro. I got this wisdom, bro. It's important to understand what you're not in order to understand who you are. So so many times, bro. People are going to search for, you know, what they can, what they what they think they are. And all along, you understand what you're not. You know what I'm saying? If you know what you're not, all right, that allows you to just focus on, you know, who you are. All right, hey, Lakers want me for this, for this bread. This is who I am. This is going to be my role on the team. Let me get this bread. Let me do what I need to do. And if I can continue to evolve, then I can get to that point. But I don't think he was at that point to be asking for all that bread like that. Um you know what I mean? So I just think, I just think honestly, he just bit off a little bit more than he can chew. So, man, bro, I, I ain't even got nothing. After you, after you drop some gems like that, bro, and dropping wisdom like that, it's hard to even follow up. I feel like I can't even say nothing back to that. And you got the black and proud TM from lftclotherbrand.com, and you saying that? That sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Shame <Shameless promo. promo. laughs> Easy, easy, easy with it, easy. bro. So, Let's stick with the NBA, bro. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm like I, man, y'all know I'm not too big in, into NBA. I watch he don't hoop it for real. He don't I hoop stay for relevant, real. you know what I mean. I used to hoop, but shout out to MP. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Morgan Parr. Hey, we put hoopers in it, in in and out of the league. I ain't put more hoopers in there than Dub. Hey, we got hoopers in the league. Hey, we stay putting hoopers in the league. Hey, but um, I always just find myself just trying to have some relevance on what's going on in the league. So right. PJ Washington, right? Uh-huh. Hooper, you know what I'm saying? Um, most recently was dating, um, what's her name? Brittany. Brittany Renner. Brittany Renner, right? So Instagram she dated like, influencer, yeah. like Colin Kaepernick. I think she fucked around with Trey Songs. Like she, she wrote a book about it, bro. Like like about all the people she fucked around with. I, I didn't read the book, but I knew, I knew she had a couple famous bodies. I knew she was supposed to get flown out by Cap. But Cap was like, you paying for your ticket to come out here and get balled up. And you know what I mean? She <laughs> paid her ticket and went out there and got balled. You know what I'm saying? So obviously a, a gorgeous lady, but obviously she is like an industry, industry woman. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I won't get too, too explicit, but for my listeners, uh, you guys know what that means. I feel She's you. I feel you. Yeah. Person, right. Where, you know, she makes her, she makes her rounds um, and, and she does it efficiently, you know, and get what she, she real particular on who she yeah, picks and why she picks you know them. She yeah. the ballers, the heavy rollers. So most recently, obviously PJ Washington had a baby buyer. Um, and he was tweeting out and, you know, long story short, he was just like, you know, I thought I had something, you know, it, it wasn't, you know, you kind of like used and abused me, kind of threw me out to the woods. So nobody really knows how to how the relationship ended, but it did. And now he has to pay child support. Um, like 200000 a, a month, I think, too, bro. Yeah, because like, at first they were talking about like 200000 I'm like, that's too much money. He ain't getting, he ain't, he getting money, but he ain't. Gang staff, like we were just talking, right? Yeah, like yeah, that, right. Um, but he's he's gonna be paying her a hefty penny um, a month, uh, and it and I really think that the guy PJ Washington bless his soul, he really mm-hmm. thought he he liked her, he really thought he had some type of long term commitment to her by having a child with her, but all the while, this sickening devil, this she devil, was plotting the whole time 
And now she has another stream of income because she's had this man's baby. Man. And women, you guys get mad at me all the time. All right, y'all get mad at us all the time for us choosing ourselves in certain situations. And now this man will be paying hundreds of thousand dollars monthly monthly for 18 years. Oh, man. Damn. The, the, yeah. <laughs> man, I, shout out to PJ Washington, man. All the fellas, man. Hold, we, your, you know, head. hold your head hot, you know, chin up chest out man we all take l's in different way now this is a big l but it's just an l man you're gonna bounce back but it's definitely crazy because it goes to show you that social media is fake because i ain't gonna lie like i thought like brandy she kind of stopped posting as explicit pictures as she used to and it was more pictures with them together and they seem so happy online from a digital standpoint and then out the blue bang you see this and it's like dang it's like all along this whole time. She, she, I ain't gonna lie. She did a great job. She tricked me. She tricked the public. Like, I thought she had changed and she was in love and she was different. But, you know what I mean? She she told you what she was about back in the day. There was a video going around of her telling you. She was like, hey, these actors are dumb. If you want to make some money, they stupid. Go find the right one. Get a baby bomb and boom. And then, like, just in hindsight, it's like, damn. Like, hell, she gave hell. us the game. Told on herself. Did it. And then, like, boom. But... She is right, though. I ain't gonna lie. Not to call PJ himself dumb, but us as men, we do sometimes, you know, can, uh, uh, move in a way to where we're just thinking physically. And, you know what I'm saying? And we can get lost in the, in the moment, in the situation. Because these women are beautiful, just being honest. Beautiful. Women are the most beautiful thing I think God has created, in my opinion. So, as men, we see, we see these beautiful women and we can get lost in that and not think logically or deeply about how you truly feel. And I think PJ might have fell into that and it's it's gonna cost them, man. It's gonna, it's gonna cost them, man. So that's just a word to the to the wise, man, for for my young um, you know, ballers out there, man. You know, obviously money, money can get you anything you want. Money can get you anything you want. They understand anything, right? Some a woman that you probably never would imagine yourself being with, you you with, right? right. But understand it comes with a cost. Mm. All right. It comes with a cost. PJ, my young brother, if that woman was walking down the street and she didn't know you from a can of paint, she would have kept walking past your ass. Okay. So if she would have kept walking past your ass, it wasn't no need for you to go ahead and shoot the club up with her because now she about to buy a club with that bread that you throwing at her. You know mm. what I'm saying? If so, you was PJ Johnson, she wouldn't have cared the hell up. She wouldn't have cared about not. you. Hey, get you, go ahead, get you a queen, get you somebody that's loyal, settle down, not for the bread. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Come, Come on. on. Man. Hey. Come on, money, man. Hey, hey, for some people, money do buy you happiness. All right? But it ain't that ain't what that's about, PJ. He's looking for love in all the wrong places, <laughs> in all the wrong faces. <laughs> hey. He gonna bounce back. He young, up. though. He gonna bounce back. You know, he'll bounce back. Yeah, he'll bounce back. But he got a baby mama, though, so... <laughs> Hey, it is what it is. Protect your assets, young black brothers. Assets of liabilities. Come oh, on, man. man. This boy below. That's why. That's why you had to be my call. Hey, you, hey, you know we, knowledge, hey, we on man. the porch. We on the porch. You know what I'm saying, yeah. bro? Funny thing, bro. Casamigos, bro. The drink. The, yeah, the, the tequila. tequila. I know. Bro, it, it's like the new drink now. Like everybody named Mama drinking Casamigos, bro. It's like as soon as I hear about it, I heard about it. I want to say, in the last year, I heard about it. And like you go to stores, bro. People, 
people you can't even find it nowhere, bro. I ended up finding Casamigos in the grocery store. I'm like, cool, because all the liquor stores, I'm giving away the gyms, y'all. So if y'all want Casamigos, man, you want to hop into your local grocery store, you know what I mean? It's probably going to be locked up, but go ask for it. They'll have it in the grocery store, because I don't went yeah. to like four or five different liquor stores to ask for the Casamigos. Yep. They ain't have it, but they did have it in the grocery store. So I'm just throwing them gems out for y'all. Every time I go to a function now, man, that's the that's the highlighted that's drink. The drink, that's bro. drink you, I brought I went to a little pool, a uh, little gallon birthday party. Shout out to my homegirl Shay uh and her boyfriend Trey. He was having like a little function, and I bought a big bottle of Hennessy, you know. Being being, you know, a lot of black people grew up, we like Hennessy, but they yeah. weren't really rocking with it. That ain't the dope, that ain't the bro, that ain't the flavor no they more, bro. On the casa. Hey. Hey, it's funny, bro. Tequila, tequila is taking over. Te tequila didn't take over the summer, bro. From Don Julio, yep. 1942. 1942. Casamigos. LeBron got that Lobos. You know what I'm saying? Tequila, bro. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm just curious to see how long tequila ride that wave. You know what I mean? Can't forget about the Patrons and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean. What, what, what happened to the, to, the, to the Rossi day? I'm trying to get on my oh, wine you know, and my, my cheap vibe. Man, one day, one day we're gonna have to just pop a gallon, bro, just on some old school, you know. What I mean, $12.99, get a gallon. You know, you can get eight people drunk off a gallon of Rossi. You know, Big what I mean? boy. Two and a half cups. And you're gonna be good, man. Yeah, one hey. of these days on the porch, bro. We're gonna both get one, bro. Even if it's virtual, we're gonna be sipping double on the porch. Cup, double cup with that Rossi. Sipping That's on my Rossi, hanging with my posse. Came in the club, sober, but I'm yeah. leaving here sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. Y'all know about that right there. Shout out to them boys in Cleveland. Yeah, That's Cleveland. Bum. Six boys out there, slink St. Clair. Bum. You know <laughs> but hey, some wisdom I want to drop on y'all real quick before we get up out of here, man. In us right, in us off right. Hey, so obviously y'all y'all understand that I coach. I coach athletes um, now high school. So, you know, it's, you know, 14 years old all the way up into, you know, um, 17 essentially. And, you know, they go through growing pains and they are still learning and developing, becoming, you know, young men and things like that. And, you know, one thing that I noticed with the generation, the, 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 the end of, of millennials and then like the generation after millennials, you know, we want everything fast, you know, and this, like you said, like, digital age where everything is kind of like, you know, remote or, you know, social media, you know, virtual and things like that. We can get things and we have things at our hands within a snap of a finger. You know what I'm saying? As far as, you know, going to the grocery store and, and, and having somebody bring your groceries to you or ordering online. So you can get everything fast. It's like a microwave generation, right? So right. even with that, you know, no matter how much the world changes and how much things we can get quick, we can't lose our sight of patience. Patience yep. is, is one of the most important things that you ever can have when it comes to your profession, when it comes to looking for the girl that you want, when it comes to, you know, trying to lose weight or any type of personal goals that you want. It's about patience, y'all, because if you want something fast and, you, and you're trying to get it fast and you're taking a fast way to get it, it usually won't last long. But mm -hmm. if you really sit back, you sit down, understand, all right, and be patient with what you want to get, it's going to come to you, man. First off, it's God's timing, right? It's God's timing. But secondly, just know, Everything ain't gonna come to you overnight. You know what I'm saying? I got kids who wanna who wanna go D1 overnight. I got kids who, you know what I mean, wanna be all state overnight. You know what I'm saying? It, it takes time, it takes patience. All right. And the more patient you are, all right, it's gonna take time to get that girl that you want. It's gonna get time mm -hmm. to get that six pack. It's gonna take you time to get, you know, six figures. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna get time. It's gonna be time to, you know, build that house that you want. It's gonna be patience. It's not gonna happen overnight, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So just continue to lock in. All right, do what you need to do. All right, continue to climb that ladder. All right, and once you climb that ladder, just understand there may be a couple steps in the middle of that ladder that you may have to 
repair just a little bit so you can put your foot on it to keep on going. All right. That don't mm -hmm. mean you stop, but be patient and keep on going. Persevere. That's my uh that's words my of wisdom. That's my spill for the night, man. All right, man. Peace, love, and blessings, man. See on rocking and proud. Live for the day, baby. Live for the day, baby. Always a pleasure, man. Stepping on the porch with my dog. Of course, man. Always a pleasure. Good to hear from you. My, my man didn't had another son and he ain't got more wisdom. I don't know what yeah, God bro. is blessing you yeah, in different it, ways, bro. bro. Yeah, yeah. The hair looking crazy in a good way. I'm right. I like the look. I like the spun with the lineup, man. So we on the porch, man. Everybody, make sure you subscribe. We everywhere. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, uh, 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 Apple. Hit us up. Follow us on our, on, our, on our Instagram. What's our Instagram page name, Bolo, real quick? The Porch Podcast. Underscore 29. And then Darnell underscore Smith 95. That's the personal. The business is what? The Porch Podcast underscore, right? Talk to the me. The Porch Podcast underscore. Follow, like, follow, comment, share, anything. All right, just show support. All right, hey, you by you just clicking, you know you fucking with us. All right, peace, <laughs> love, and blessings. We out. That Supreme Louis didn't belong Got your bitch in my whip getting topless I'm the one that you see in the phone Living a dream, I'm on the road I'm with the team, I got a show Rolling up green, nigga get bold Jump on the stage, crazy I go Shot to the top but was raising them lows Patiently working, attacking my goals Come to my section, I'm making a toast This for the gang, this for the bro Hey y'all, hold on one second Before we move on to our next topic if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Point number one, it's free. F-R-E-E. -E. That means no money down. You can download the app and you can use it immediately. No money down, no bread, no nothing. Point number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. What am I saying? I'm saying you don't have to download any strange or or hard-to-learn software. You don't have to leave the comfort of your home. If you have a cell phone or a laptop, then that's all you need to start making your podcast on Anchor today. Point number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. Let me say it again. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify. I'm talking Apple Podcasts. I'm talking Google Podcasts. I'm talking I mean, everywhere, any podcast platform you can think of, Anchor will distribute it for you. So you post your podcast right here on Anchor, and then on your end, your job is done. Anchor's literally doing the work for you. Point number four, point number four, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Let me say that again for the people in the back. I said on Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means if one individual listens to your podcast, you can still make some money. Mm. Who don't like money? I know I do. In the last point, point number five, it's literally everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So listen, I don't know about y'all, but I love Anchor. I've been using it for a while. It's been amazing for the Porch Podcast. And I got other friends who have podcasts as well who have told me nothing but positive things about this app. So listen, you need to download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that one more time. 
Download the free Anchor app right now or go to A-N-C-H-O-R, that's anchor.fm to get started. This is The Porch. This is Darnell Smith. Let's get it, baby. Anchor, I love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.